We're always a day da, 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 da. Da, da, da. Da, 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 da. Welcome back to You've Got a Minute, the podcast where we will be singing the entire soundtrack to the movie You've Got Mail, minute by minute. If we had a Patreon, that would be a great reward every month. Release us recording a song from You've Got Mail. Now, let's pick this apart. When you said that would be a great reward, you said the word great and reward. In what way would it be great and for who would it be a reward? You are so rude. (laughs) Welcome back to You've Got a Minute. I'm Tran. I'm Eli. (sighs) You're still wounded by that, huh? I'm wounded. (laughs) So, last we left you, dear listeners... We exited Zara's, the grocery store, where Kathleen was humiliated by Joe Mm -hmm. for being in the cash-only line. And now, Thanksgiving dinner for the foxes has clearly ended. We enter a scene. Young Annabelle is singing her heart out to the soundtrack to Annie. The sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow. Yeah, when did Annie first come out? I think, like, the 50s. Yeah, it's it's really fucking old, right? I mean, it's a staple, though. Like, I remember when I was in theater in seventh grade, I had to, like, perform an Annie thing. Sure, in theater. In seventh grade. What I'm saying is, this is just, like, their family get-together, and they're all gathered around watching Annabelle stand in front of the piano and sing Annie... And who's the only person that seems to be, like, super into it? Annabelle. And Granddaddy Fox. He is entranced. This is 100% like pandering to him. Uh, So they're all gathered around in this very nice-ass apartment. Like you said, this is probably right after their Thanksgiving dinner. They're all watching Annabelle really go, like, full Broadway on this. She's like... Full frontal. Oh, God. (laughs) We gotta teach you... What that phrase means. She is committed to this performance. Yeah, she's like swaying. She's doing her hands. She's like belting. There are deep breaths being taken. Yeah. And uh, we cut between her just loving being on the stage and being in the spotlight. And we cut to Skylar like beaming with pride. And I have to assume this is for two reasons. One, she's his daughter. And this is like a point of pride for him. Two, he definitely requested that song because he listen to it when he was a young child or a young man. Oh, okay, in, this is the what you were getting at with the Ann. I just don't think you've ever been a young girl. Like, The Sun Will Come Out Tomorrow is a, a staple of growing up as a young child. Fine, but hear me out. Jillian, like, is very clearly someone who loves the fact that she were- married a rich dude and she's going to have his kids and get his money. You know, she's like, brags about having her eggs harvested and all of that. I, I really feel like... The Skylar men marry young women who know that they have to ingratiate these themselves to these men for their money. And that's not a that's a knock on Wow. Not on the women, but on the culture of this family that that is the type of relationship these men get into. And we'll talk about it later when Nelson and Joe are on the boat. 
but they have this pattern of like unhealthy relationships and i really feel like this whole scene was orchestrated to remind skylar that he loves his his wife and his daughter so much i really have to disagree with you like maybe we've only seen that with jillian Mm -hmm. like patricia does not behave that way and we don't even see granddaddy fox's partner interact with him other than playing the piano in this scene it appears you're right there's no proof that that's what's happening but i really just feel that the fox men are terrible (laughs) and that that's fair and that this whole scene is about uh is about that well let's dive into the sauciest moment of this minute because the whole minute is Mm -hmm. scored with annabelle's song like the whole minute there's no dialogue yeah But we move around from character to character. We see Jillian, Daddy Fox's fiance, Mm -hmm. pick up Matthew, sit down next to Joe, and just slide her hand over his thigh. Yeah, yeah. Joe is just like sitting politely listening to Annabelle when all of a sudden his future wicked stepmother sits down next to him and starts fondling him. And as the camera moves up, from her hand, Tom Hanks's expression actually made me laugh out loud. His he is like, what the fuck? His eyes get super. He all he almost looks at the audience, like he almost breaks the fourth wall and looks out of the screen at you, but he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just paralyzed by the fact that this woman who is this is what I'm talking about. This woman who's marrying. Uh, his father is trying to seduce him. Which we've already seen before with the, like, attempted mm-hmm. boat kiss. Mm-hmm. He does a super smooth, like, oh, pretending to talk to Nanny Maureen, swaps places with her. Yeah, he's being polite. He's asking her, would you like my seat? You shouldn't have to be the one standing. And uh, that's also going to be funny later. The fact that his wicked stepmother is trying to seduce someone and he swaps out himself for Nanny Maureen. Yeah, that that will come into play later for sure. Uh, But as this minute ends, Annabelle concludes, I have to admit, we're going to go a couple seconds into the next minute, Mm -hmm. but she concludes this incredibly bad performance of The Sun Will Come Out Tomorrow. Yeah. And in some of our research, we've watched interviews with the kids who played Annabelle and Matt, and watching this woman talk about this performance was so funny. Yeah, she she's talking about what she had to do in this scene because I guess it's kind of her biggest scene and what she remembers from it. And she specifically says that she did a very good job singing and she was very proud of herself. And then, like, towards the end of the recording, uh, they did, like, one more... What, what did you say that... Nora Ephron apparently was like, let's just do one more for fun. Where, wouldn't it be funny if you just sang really bad? Like, like I, I just want to watch as it. As a joke. And... This little girl does not realize that that's the scene they chose to put into the movie until premiere night. So this little girl is so excited to see her almost Broadway performance on the big screen. And they use this take. Which, of course, is so much better than if she was doing a good job. Like, it's such a little kid performance. Yeah, absolutely. And... I I think it's just so funny to see someone deliberately have to sing badly mm-hmm. in a movie. Like anytime someone has to do that, I'm always like, A, that took a lot of guts. And I, and B, once you got over the fear, I bet it was probably a really fun moment. And she really does a great job with yeah, it. Yeah, I have to give her props for committing to that low quality 
Yeah, but also good job on the part of Nora Ephron for coaxing a child and getting the exact perfect scene. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow, tomorrow, I love ya. Love and it. that's the minute! Yeah. Next time, we will be finding out what this exact... We've talked about the mirroring thing before. We'll be seeing the mirror of this with Kathleen Kelly, and I'm excited to talk about that. Until next time. Until next time. Thank you. Your... I zoned out. You didn't do the thank with me. Yeah. You, you know what? You did a great job on that on your own. Write that down in your journal. Dear journal. Thank you for listening to this episode of You've Got a Minute. You can find future episodes wherever you get your podcast. And hey, if you'd like to leave us a review, we would really appreciate that. If you'd like to say hi, our email is ygampodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll see you next episode. Mm -hmm.